Hey mamas, this is Barry again. I am here today with a lovely guest. Her name is Lidiana and we are talking about body confidence and how to get in touch with our feminine energy as Habasha women, um, how to cultivate it. What does it look like? Um, I'm really excited about Lidiana and um, having her here today because she's um, someone that I see as like a prime example of what it looks like to cultivate that feminine energy to, um, you know, really tap into what it means to have body confidence. And um, she does that on her Instagram page. Um, of course, in real life every day, I'm sure it's something that she um, shows up in. Um, but I really just want to have that conversation with her and just get a chance to um, get to know her and her journey and how she ended up um, where she is today. Um, so Lidiana, thank you so much for being here. Thank you, Barry. Thank you for having <laughs> me. I'm so excited. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> um, yeah. So why don't you just take a, uh, take a moment to introduce yourself, tell us who you are and your background. Okay, sure. Thank you. So um, hello. Beautiful ladies, my name is Lidiana and I am originally from Eritrea and I was born in Stuttgart, Germany and then I moved to the UK, London um, after I finished my school and I decided to become a singer and, and then from becoming a singer I thought oh do you know what I, I love all the creative things and I want to do them, I, we only have one life so why not so I, um, I continued with my dancing and then decided to start a dance class called Shigitu, which is helping women to feel more confident about their bodies and just general confidence within themselves. And other than that, I also model, I also act and, and I also host a TV show, um, which will be coming back very soon. And it's called Love and Music. And um, yeah, so really and truly anything that's creative, anything that sounds good, and that sounds aligned with me, I'll do it. And, um, and yeah, that's that's me today. <laughs> I love it. I love that. I love all the creative like avenues that you have going on in your life. I didn't even know about your television show. So that's exciting. Thank I need you. to check that out. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Um, yeah. So, you know, somebody who maybe joins your Instagram or watches you on YouTube might look at you and say like, oh my gosh, like somebody who's so confident and just embodies all of this feminine energy and so good on camera and on, you know, video. Um, you know, I'm just interested to know, like, what has been your journey to, you know, where you are right now with body confidence and, um, you know, tapping into your feminine energy? And what did that look like for you as an Eritrean woman? Um, just because, you know, as a culture, and generally speaking, we come from a more uh, conservative family structure, um, you know, different expectations from women. Um, you know, we have this idea of what a woman should dress like, look like, talk like, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, we have our roles and we were put into this box and, um, you've completely bursted out of that box, um, <laughs> which I love, but what's, what has that journey been like for you, you know, and mm -hmm. have you always been this like super confident person that we see today? Uh, that's, that's a, an amazing question. And there are so many elements. Um, so I try to keep it short. Um, so when um, my mom's been always that kind of mom that says, um, did you hear about that project? And I said, yes, do it, do it, do it, do it. Like literally one of those mothers that 
I think deep inside she wanted to do all those kind of things but then she thought Mm. okay no you know what I birthed her so you'll do it now and um and I believe at the age of six someone said to me um would you like to join this choir and I looked at them and I said listen I am the choir like I am the lead singer and my mom looked at me and thought oh my god where did this girl hear this yeah and I just I just literally became the lead singer at the age of six. Oh, wow. um, and I think everyone else was like eight, nine. Um, and then there was a TV show. And again, I told everybody, I am it. I want this. And I think it was mainly wow. the confidence that my mom always gave me. She's like, you can do it. Uh, amazing. And I was like, okay, my mom says so. I believe it. Let me do it. And love it and as a child you never think about that you don't have these thoughts of you don't go to a friend and say should I do it because that friend might not have that confidence so you don't ask that friend and as a child you just do it and um and eventually I became that person like I became the person that I said I was and Mm -hmm. um so being in front of that camera is I mean I'm more upset if I'm behind the camera and I'm like what am I not pretty enough I can't be in front of the camera like you know I I actually like even when somebody's just passing by I'm like photobombing I'm like you gotta have me in that picture (laughs) I sound annoying but I'm not I'm not I love (laughs) it but but I I just loved to to have that impact on people and for people to see someone like me on tv and every time I saw black people I was like mom dad black people on tv and I wanted to be that person that gives that same Mm. excitement to others so um so I was always that confident person and um and always the clown always the funny one always the (laughs) one that comes with all the stories every Monday I would come with stories like telling them on the weekend I did this and that I mean most of it was lies but it's as a child you just tell stories you know yeah yeah um and then eventually, when I got older, you know, when you start having hips and all of that, and listen, I had yeah. breasts and booty way before everyone else. And and even when I had my period, I think I kept it to myself for a whole year, just so that I can oh, wow. say when everybody else had it, I was like, you have it? And then two weeks later, oh my God, I have it too. Yeah. <laughs> way before everyone else. So I always felt like this, oh my God, you, you are getting there way too early like with those little titties and mm-hmm. oh my god mm-hmm. no I don't, I don't want to be a woman yet <laughs> um and and then I started getting from my mom the whole uh calci melesi like you know the the mm. long tights and I'm like yeah why or when I wear a short thing and I'm like a short skirt and I'm in public she would be like buy a tight buy a tight and I'm like why mom and I started feeling shame for the shape that I have so that's and fascinating your mom's position continue. almost changed right yeah yes, because I think it's a it's a fear of yeah. understanding how men now look at me yeah and um how men don't see a 12 year old girl but they see mm. a young lady mm-hmm. whereas for me I'm still 12 years old but I already have yeah. the shape of a woman like my shape has not changed since then like I got wider to the side <laughs> but it, it, it was always that same thing you have yeah. the parts and you look like a woman mm-hmm. and um and then I started even looking I, w- I wouldn't say looking down but I looked at other women and thought you really gonna wear that short dress and and it was because I didn't have that confidence anymore. And then eventually moving to London, um, I was like, okay, you're your own person now. You can wear whatever you want to. But I 
still had my mom in my in my head and I thought okay I'm still not going to wear certain things and then I had an accident that changed everything mm. went to a hairdresser um uh, just the day before I started a new job and I just wanted to get a couple of tracks at the back and I thought okay a bit longer hair yeah. and um and this lady had this hot uh, like a bowl of hot water and so she says accidentally spilled it on me and oh, wow. um it and it was horrible like my, my whole life changed in seconds um, like spilled it whole... on your head or oh on... sorry I should have said that she uh, spilled it on my legs oh, so wow. um so it it my mental health everything was down like I was totally wow. depressed and and I didn't tell anybody so that they don't tell me to go back to Germany and to be at home and stuff like that and it was brilliant because not brilliant but people yeah. would notice because I still I was still wearing tights because of that fear so I thought nobody's going to notice that I'm <laughs> that something yeah. has happened and it took years for it to heal um, and then I think uh, after two years I went to Masawa and with my mom and then I thought okay maybe maybe it's time to tell her now that I had an accident yeah. and um, and you could see the scars and it was horrible like my mom was like why did you never tell me and, and I said mom I never had that confidence to tell you and I never had that confidence to tell others and it wasn't only that I didn't have the confidence I just didn't even like my body anymore mm. and I thought what a shame and I remember this doctor this surgeon doctor whatever who was contemplating of taking fat from my my hips or whatever and to put it on my legs he looked at me and said man that's a shame such a beautiful face and this type of body and I was like <gasps> and you and you is a doctor wow. <laughs> you're surely not a confidence coach wow <laughs> I, I was shocked and and I really believe in life we experience things so that we can learn from them and then do something better for humanity mm. like by sharing it or by yeah. um, inspiring others and whatever so that was the first time I thought I'm going to be a confidence coach because this man just told me something that could break me down if I was not as confident as I am because if this is the normal level of confidence then I'm somewhere here mm. um so he did not break me down but for somebody that is here he could yeah. have thrown them into depression or suicidal yeah. thoughts or whatever because that's that was wrong absolutely wrong and how and much how much after your accident was that? how much long like was it about six months six months yeah about six months so I still had the scars and it was still pink leg and um and wow. well, it was horrible um but what it did is it saved me from bad decisions so in a sense of it um you know sometimes you would do because you're in a different country and you would do a photo shoot that you might not be comfortable with and whatever so now I had a reason to not do certain things that might mm. not be too aligned with me because I've learned that I had to honor my body first. And I, I really believe like, you know, people believe in God, universe, whatever they believe in, but that higher power always gives you something to learn from in order to turn that into something amazing and then yeah. to grow from it. So I grew from it and it gave me time to look at the man properly that I was with and to see are they worth it? You know, I mean, rather than being in London and then first boyfriend, second boyfriend, third boyfriend, da, 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 but I was like, no, 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 no. You got to feel that confidence first. And then yeah. um, eventually I started living life and I forgot. So sometimes I wake up and I'm like, was it the left leg or the right leg? I don't see it anymore because I am not looking for it anymore. Like I worked so much on my inner beauty um, that 
the, the inside was reflected on the outside. Um, and uh, worked on my confidence, worked on um, my music, worked on so many other things that that I was like, I'm enjoying life. Like, so, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not too focused on that. And um, to, to go back to your question, because now I'm telling my life story. Um, so I th- there is the saying where I say fake it till you make it. And it's not about faking it, but it's about um acknowledging certain things and saying it maybe publicly so I would say oh my god I love my booty and eventually people started approaching me about my booty they're like oh my god big booty I was like I know right (laughs) you know because because, (laughs) I know so so every conversation starts with a booty or when I say oh I love dancing and they're like oh you're such a good dancer I was like okay thanks I know but you know you you become that person because you're saying it like I'm not saying it so that other people can um, comment on it. But I'm saying this because I was like, sometimes I wake up and I'm like, is this you? Yeah. Is that face? Is that you? And if people happen to see my I love story, that. then they can either like it or they can not like it or whatever. But it's yeah. up to you what you do with it. But yeah. I just decided to put my confidence out there and it eventually made me into this person. And then obviously Shigitu, my dance class, came to it and many other yeah, things. Yeah. But um, but I had to learn to to nurture that love from the inside. Yeah, first. yeah. No, okay. So you said so many amazing things. Um, just to unpack that a little bit. So a couple of things that stood out to me was just going back to how your mom spoke to you as a child, mm-hmm. and the confidence that she gave you as a child, right? Like you can do this. You've got this Lidiana, right? Um, and you believed that because as a child, why wouldn't you, if your parent is telling you, you got this, you, you know, you're an amazing dancer, singer. You're like, yes, I am that. Um, but then as soon as you hit puberty, your body started to change. Then your mom's voice started to change, right? Her messaging to you was different. It was more like cover up, don't show this, don't show that. And so, you know, that transition to you having shame and guilt and, you know, all these things about your mm-hmm, body, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, wow, just that, you know, just like the power of, you know, someone else's voice, especially as a child, your parents' voice becomes your inner voice, right? It becomes mm-hmm, your inner mm-hmm. dialogue, what you're telling yourself. And, you know, that I don't know, like, at what point you kind of changed your mind from like shame and guilt. I don't know if it was what that surgeon Mm -hmm. said I don't know if there was work in between where you were like you know what um I'm being too hard on myself or I need Mm. to love myself more like Mm. what was that Mm. transitional piece like what was that inner work like and how did you even come to that Mm. realization of like I need to work on me on the inside Mm. Mm. there were many moments and I'm pretty sure after this podcast I'll be like oh I should have said this (laughs) you know like because earlier even I thought what would that moment be? But yeah. I think I think when it comes to shame and guilt, mm-hmm. I think that's a cultural way of thinking. And for those that are that um, just came now or didn't hear it, um, I was born in Germany, so I mm. now I'm very much 50-50. Like I I know so many people from back home that are like, oh, Lidiana, Kemana, yeah, she's the same. Da-da-da-da-da. And then I have so many people from the diaspora that are like, oh, she's more like us. So I'm literally right in between because mm-hmm. I try to look at both sides and try to show compassion to both sides and yeah. try to find myself somewhere in between. But mm. wearing something or being some type of way, I never like shame and guilt is, I think, something that grows within you when you grow up back home because there is the, oh, 
and oh my god and oh like that with me it was more like I hope my mom doesn't see me that was the only person I cared about with everybody else I was like you can see it you can touch it no, I'm joking I'm, jo- I'm joking mama I'm joking I'm joking no with everybody else I was like well I know I know you do just do worse so don't you come to me like you know I, I just yeah. didn't care because I was like you know like because i always knew who I am so nobody mm-hmm. could shame me into something but shame is a cultural thing I think to to control people yes. and I never had to thankfully had to experience that like that because I didn't grow up back home mm-hmm. um but it's something that my mom or the the first generation um like the generation before me that they experience and then they try to give it to us but it depends on us how we take it like I never received it as now you have to feel that same type of shame and guilt it was more like okay mom I will wear whatever you want me to wear in front of you but on my space people will see something else (laughs) so because all my friends are wearing that and I want to be like my friends because all my friends have the life that they that I love to have as well and I want to be like them and all of that kind of stuff so um shame and guilt I think we 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 as especially Eritrean women we have to look into that and always detach uh, detach ourselves to to what people think because if they think that, what does it say about you? Are you, are you believing it? Do you really think that if you wear something that makes you feel good and somebody else doesn't like it, is that going to change about the fact that you're wearing something that makes you feel good? Like we cannot give that power away. It's your power that you have and that's Mm. yours. And, Mm -hmm. and and that was for me something that was clear. So Mm. I can't think of um, a specific moment when I thought, okay, I'm now me. It was more like a growth of things, and um, and but but something that did happen that kind of said that was a moment for me of okay, you wanted that, and now it's happening, and you might as well do it. Was um about one and a half years ago during the pandemic, like was the 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 beginning, the heart of the pandemic. I said um in the beginning of the year 2020, I said, you know, like you have your manifestation list of the year. And I said, oh, this year I want, um, just because I have to push myself every year to do better, you know? And I said, um, (laughs) and this is a not very important goal, ladies, but anyway, that was my goal. I was like, amongst many goals, this is not number one, but one of them was, I want to wear a bikini thong on the beach because I have so many, but um, I never wear them. And it's not about the size that I, that I thought, okay, I need to lose weight or I need to look this yeah. way. I just wanted to feel comfortable to yeah. go to the beach. But pandemic happened and I thought, oh, what a shame. Now it's not going to happen. <laughs> However, I then got offered a job and I was like, oh, what job is that? And they're like lingerie. I was like, mm, yeah, okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, what exactly? They're like sheer underwear. I was like sheer, and I googled it just to double check that we're on the same page. I was like, ah, okay. You and spoke then that was- into your existence. <laughs> I get there, and it's everything. It's thongs. It's this. I was like, oh you, my yeah. god. And I said, I will deal with my mother later. You know. So let me do I this job that. because I said I said yes immediately because I wasn't working. So I wanted 
I wanted to work. I wanted to be on set. I wanted to be in front of the camera as well. And also I wanted the money. So we all wanted to work. So I was like, yes, it wasn't (laughs) for the money, but uh, it's, it's the, it's my passion to be, to, to be working in front of the camera, do what I love to do. So when I did that, I was like, okay, let me wait for the pictures. And then they came out and then they were in magazines. And I was like, so there, I need to do that phone call. And it was a three-way with um, my sister and my mom. And my sister already saw it. And she was just like, yeah, lady, I love it. You know, she's like, she's like so supportive. And then my mom did this. Uh, so for everyone that is just listening to the podcast, make sure you watch the videos so that, so that you can see the face of my mom. <laughs> this is her on, on FaceTime. She's like, huh? And then you just see the camera falling down. She's like, no way. And I was like, mama, come back. She's like, we, 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 Oh my God. Oh my God. She started talking to the ancestors. I was like, mom, it's my, oh my it's just God. a body. And I said to her, mom, yeah. But I said to her, all the magazines that we look at. Yeah. There are lots of people with yeah. underwear so that we can see how it would look on, on ourselves. Yeah. The same <laughs> thing with catalog when you go through um, pictures and stuff. So I said to her, mom, you're my mom. Like you don't need to think about what you tell aunties and friends and whatsoever. We all look into magazines. We'll all look for clothes. I am now one of them. After yeah. that one job, I was like, mom, I am now one of them. You know, there's no <laughs> going back. <laughs> I'm, I'm joking. Um. And then I told her that. And then she started saying this to other people. Oh, well, go on, I'm going to fashion, I'm going to H&M, I'm going to And she really learned wow. how to say that. And she said, modeling, come uh, you. You know, when wow. you go through magazines, you have to start looking at it. And I thought, wow, now That's I feel even amazing. more amazing. Yeah. She had, she had to learn because the thing is, I, I, as much as I'm a nice person, I'm a confidence coach, you know, all of that, I also have an ego. And when my ego kicks in, it's like, mom, I can't talk to you for one week. And that breaks her heart. So she knows if she wants to continue talking to me and for me not to be upset or whatever, um, she she just needs to find a way to, you know, to, yeah. to understand and to grow. So um and so far I said to her mom like I haven't I haven't been to prison I haven't done anything bad I'm a good person I'm working I'm inspiring other people like see me for the good not for what aunties or other people might say and I always say to her no one in the Habesha culture is is paying your rent or is doing something for you or whatever like they are your friends I mean I have yes yes if they're your (laughs) friends then they will accept you for who you are if not then let go of them but don't put your feelings onto me. I'd rather not hear it. And, and I think the moment I became really, really confident in, in, in my major insecurities, which was my scar, um, and nobody noticed and nobody edited it, that was wow. like, okay, now, now I made it. And then when I did another shoot as well with um, underwear and pajama shoot with Blue Avenue, and once again, on a billboard with no edited pictures wow I just thought so you're telling me I'm nationwide on a billboard with my scar the scar that gave me a depression the scar that made me contemplate if I wanted to continue living because I was Mm. so depressed and when you look back and you think seriously a scar was yeah that it's stupid but in that moment we're in our feelings and 
Yeah. When you come out of it, you feel empowered. So everybody has got different moments. But for me, the real moment when I was like, okay, now, now there's no going back. Like there's nothing to hide. There's no airbrush, no whatever is when I saw amazing multi-million companies believing in me and not even noticing what my biggest insecurity was so yeah that's that's, that's amazing my oh my gosh I just want to clap all over again like <laughs> that was so amazing <laughs> I mean first of all like I think that the fact that you had an uh, obviously you have a type of relationship with your mom where you can speak to her mm-hmm. that way and you know coach her through this um mm-hmm. but the fact that you were able to to tell your mom that right and just to say this is who I am this is my job this is what I do this is what I love um and then just kind of help her open her eyes to like you don't have to worry about what other Mm -hmm. and it's just like I think your mom's amazing for for accepting that and taking that in because that's not easy right like Mm -hmm. that's such a big part of who that generation is right um they Girl, I can talk about this all day, (laughs) but I I think that like, whether you were, you know, born here or back home, like, I mean, I think I'm a good example of that. Like I came here at a really young age, right? Like six years old. And so, um, I would say I grew up here, um, you know, lived my, most of my life here, but it still depends on whether or not your parents have assimilated to the culture Mm -hmm. in the diaspora where whatever host country you're in, um, you know, into just like that lifestyle and the beliefs. And I, I would say like mine didn't, you know, and I, and mm. a lot of my friends and family members that do live in the diaspora, theirs didn't either. And so, mm. you know, I know like now as adults, we talk about, you know, like how, um, you know, we feel certain shame about certain things or we lack confidence in certain areas. And it mm. does mm. go back to how we were raised right in these homes where that culture was very much alive and Mm -hmm. you know dominant where Mm -hmm. it was very much like you're a woman you should be doing this and you shouldn't wear you know Mm -hmm. a short Mm -hmm. dress or go hang have guy friends or be out late or whatever and Mm -hmm. you have all these expectations Mm -hmm. and um yeah you don't realize how much of an effect it has on you until adulthood sometimes and you're like exactly "Hmm." exactly and I think at that age, sometimes you don't even know what to name it because I think that's possibly what I felt, but I didn't name it because now the word shame and guilt has a completely different meaning to me today. But back then it's that feeling that I felt, but it's majorly was the feeling of that fear of, oh God, I hope my mom doesn't see me. You know what I mean? But it's, 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 I think we're now at an age, which I ups like at, at a time where we can, identify things where we yes. can identify traumas and that's what yes. I've been focusing on yes. um, for the past three months because this whole time I'm like <laughs> you know I'm a confidence coach I'm this I'm that and I was like I'm technically <laughs> perfect <laughs> but 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 and, and nobody says anything they're like yes lady yes yes you are <laughs> and and then I read a book and you know sometimes you you can't take it from other people you know but yeah. I was reading this book and I was like wow is, is that really me? And I was like, I never knew why I did that. Yes. Or I never knew. And yes. it's, it's because we call it um, trauma, meaning we make it sound sometimes almost like yes. too big. And it's, it, it's a big name or yes. childhood issues, childhood mm-hmm. trauma. Mm-hmm. And then I, I started pulling them 
um childhood problems mm. <laughs> a, a mini childhood issue you know mm-hmm. just to 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 not make it so major but i i really looked into it and even that thing of being like putting the guest as the 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 king of kings like gasha mm. gasha 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 mm-hmm. boom 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 boom, boom. Mm-hmm. like my house was never clean for me my house was always mm-hmm. clean for gasha for others um, yes yeah yes. or you you buy all these amazing things not for you you buy it from Gasha. Yes. You uh, and then I thought, man, these yeah. Gushas. Like, and then I realized <laughs> I don't like Gasha. And everyone is like, Lidu, you can't say that. I was like, no, but it's my truth. I was like, yeah. I like to do all these things for me. Yeah. And and that's where self-care and self-love came for me because I was like, whatever I don't do for me, like if, if I don't wear like use the nice cutlery for myself, then why should I use that for somebody else that will enjoy it, but who will probably enjoy it so much? And then they say, you know what? We want to stay longer. And then I'm thinking, what about my privacy? You know, yeah. I mean, and these yeah. little things like even looking into that, where that came from and the mm-hmm. overcompensating, like instead of yes. just making an instant coffee no 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 the whole shebang yeah Yeah. and nobody appreciates it and i can't i i can't live like that my mom's been i don't know how she does it and all the other moms as well and all you ladies that are listening you probably (laughs) won't get appreciated as much as you should it's always like okay thanks or or not even a thanks like there's this food yeah that's that's your job and it's not yeah yeah because because it's hard work sometimes when i look at everyone else I'm, i'm just like wow did you just go all the way out to make me enjera, like to do this, to do that. It's hard work. And before we do it for others, we have to do it for ourselves. And especially for mothers, like you got to know who you are before you are a mother, because you, you, you were buried before that and you still are. Mm -hmm. And, and everybody else, you're Nagisti, you are Sarah, you are Almas, all of that. You know what I mean? You all know who you are before you became mothers. And don't you ever forget that because you have to nurture yourself Mm -hmm. first, because if you're not 100%, you can't give that to your children or to your child. So, um, so, so that's one thing that I've realized, like, uh, before I do all these things for gushers or, possible boyfriends or whatsoever I gotta do it for myself (laughs) yes amen absolutely and that's you know what and one of the reasons why I'm so passionate about self-care and motherhood is because as moms like we're I see us as like this this mixed breed we're like Eritrean but we're also very much American we grew Mm -hmm. up in both worlds and we have a little bit of everything but then Mm -hmm. at the end of the day we're so confused on who the heck we are Mm -hmm. and what we're actually supposed to be doing as moms as wives as like who am I like which role do Mm -hmm. I fulfill Mm -hmm. and where do I fit and I know I struggled with that a lot as a first-time mom because my example of a mom was the superhero mom who did it all mm-hmm. six kids mm-hmm. worked full time mm-hmm. took care of her husband took care of the house I mean it was just like and so like when I became a mom and got burnt out with one child I was like what am I doing wrong like why mm-hmm. you know and then I would feel guilty if I wanted mm-hmm. to take some time off and I'm just like but my mom like she never like you know because I didn't never see her she never complained she never took time off I never saw her going out with her girlfriends I never you know what I mean? And it was just mm-hmm. like, I just had to like, step back and say like, okay, I'm clearly not my mom. But why do I feel all this guilt? Why do I feel mm-hmm. this burden? Like what's going mm-hmm. on? And then I hang out with my American peers. And they're, you know, they have a different approach to motherhood. And, you know, they take time for themselves, they vacation without mm-hmm. kids. And I'm like, mm-hmm. 
what? You left your kids. Like what's going on? So I really had to just like re like step back and reanalyze like, what is motherhood for me? Mm. Like, what does that look Mm -hmm. like? What are my examples? And so just tapping into self-care. And like you said, who's buried before being a Mm -hmm. mom, you know, Mm -hmm. and what does that look like? And so I'm so passionate about that topic and just sharing that with other, you know, moms of cultural with cultural backgrounds, because I think we all struggle with that. Um, Mm -hmm. And for a lot of us being first generation um, immigrants, like our parents were in survival mode a lot of the time. So a part of me is just like, I don't blame you. You are surviving. You're trying to Mm -hmm. feed six kids. You're trying to keep a roof over Mm -hmm. our heads and Mm -hmm. all this stuff. So I can't sit here and say, well, they didn't do this. They didn't do that or whatever. It's just like understanding that and having that self-awareness, you know, goes a long way. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And um, it's, so it's so true what you said. And um, that's exactly what I wanted to say in regards to survival mode. I think mm-hmm. for our parents, they were already grateful that they made it to Europe, to America. So after that, there is no complaining because, you know, all your cousins and brothers and sisters, they're still back home and, um, and they don't have what you have. And on -hmm. top of everything, the six children, the husband, uh, the possible neighbors or whatever that need help, you still got to help the people back home. So there is no time to rest self-care what never heard that never will have that and even now when I tell my mom sometimes like mom do this no 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 no. Kalabati. One yeah. day. <laughs> they, they, they're not used to it and I think the generation now um like you said where do we fit in um I'm I'm not a mother yet but um I'm I'm getting into the mode uh, I don't I also don't have a man yet but anyway I'm I'm, I'm manifesting <laughs> everything that. amen speak I'm that. manifesting it yeah. oh, I'm getting ready just preparing everything so um so I think um the mental preparation is very important to me because um mm. like in my dance class I have so many mothers coming and um for those that know about chakras um for women or just anybody we need to be aligned in order to function like in the best way possible and um and when it comes to shigitu we always move like our hips and our sacral chakra where our sensuality our sexuality our femininity and everything lays in there and our creativity and that's where you as a as a woman, as a mother, as a sister, have to constantly tap in in order to function. And 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 um and I don't think that our generation is complaining more or whatever, but I think we are a lot more aware of our feelings because we're in a yes. in a society where where it's okay to speak up. And it's good that we speak up because if when I was in Germany, I hardly saw black people complaining it was almost like but we're black so you know so when I came to the UK and um and and saw like Nigerians saying oh my brother listen I was like wow a black person is speaking up to a white person I was like I've never seen that so so I was like okay eventually I can become that person that can complain Mm. and and say like I feel like I, I became a hundred percent me which was as well a journey um but 
I also feel sometimes like, you know, once I'm a mother, am I going to be the more habisha mom? Am I going to be the cool TikTok mom? Am I going to be the, oh, just do whatever you want. And I will be going away to the spa for five days and I'll be back soon type of mom. Or am I going to have the seven nannies? And I was like, what's his name again? I don't know. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I don't know which type of mom I'm going to be. But one thing that I do know is that I, I want to be the best version for myself so that yeah. I can be the best version for my children and for yeah. my husband and for the people around me. Because in, when you're not balanced, then you're not doing yourself a favor. And then you need even more time to kind of find back to yourself. So what I do right now as a... Um, um, someone that is not a mother yet <laughs> is when I have tools and I write them down and I was like okay when you feel low when you feel sad what do you do I have a playlist of songs um, and oh. then I'm like okay cool let me listen to those songs um, and what those songs mean to me um, sometimes I also do okay guys I'm not arrogant but sometimes I go through my own Instagram to just remind myself of how happy I can be <laughs> I love it. And, and then I'm like, wow. So I was that happy on the 8th of March, 2020. That's a good sign. So let me be that happy today. You know, I mean, like nobody can inspire you more I than love yourself. That. Like you can be inspired by somebody else and you'd be like, oh my God, but they have it it's easier. Them. They have a yes. good life. And da, da, yep. da, da, da. They have a husband that does this yeah. and blah, blah, blah. No. Yeah. Inspire yourself. Yes. Like if you look at yourself, you know exactly what's behind the scenes and what's yeah. there and what's not. And, and that helps me so much. And, and sometimes I just, on, on great days, I just take my camera and I'm like, today I feel good. I feel great. And sometimes for those that follow me, you'll see it also online. And then I just yeah. remind myself, I put it in my highlights and I was like, when I have an off day, let me go back to who I was on the 7th of February or whatever. I love um, that. And, and, and I meditate, um, I watch um, comedy series where I'm like, okay, like, especially the, the past few months I've been, you know, dealing with the childhood trauma and stuff like that. And also mm -hmm. how to deal with grief and that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. And, um, and I started thinking a lot, being a lot more specific about what I watch, because you could watch a movie and then it's a horror thing or it brings out anxiety within you and whatever. And you got to be aware of it. Like whatever you watch might not piss you off in the moment, but it will piss you off eventually subconsciously in your sleep. Yes. So before I go to sleep or generally when I have a lowish day, I have to watch good stuff, positive yeah. stuff, stuff that makes yeah. me laugh. Yeah. And, um, and then obviously I dance a lot, which makes me extra happy. I sing, I paint. I'm, I'm not a painter, but I, yeah. I like to just be creative. And I think that's very, very important. So yeah, yeah just move I love your body that. and do I, something. And you know what? You, um, so when I was first introduced into like feminine energy, feminine power, femininity, like, you know, all these different words for it. But so when I first heard about, you know, just of that phrase, feminine energy mm -hmm. um, or power, I, I like I remember initially like uh, relating it to uh, what's the word like, you know, like like nudity or being comfortable, mm -hmm. like, you know, wearing certain things mm -hmm. and like, you know, like more sexual. Right. Mm -hmm. But the more like I started to dive into it, it was just it's more about, you know, being in tune with what mm. makes you, you know, like fills your cup, what makes you happy. Mm -hmm, um, and mm -hmm. one of the ways to, um, to cultivate your feminine energy is all the things you just listed, mm -hmm. dancing, 
right? Moving, moving your body, painting, um, listening to music, like just anything that gets you in the moment and makes you feel happy. Like mm-hmm. you're, you're tapping into your feminine energy. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think that's so important, especially like for moms, like myself is that we go into this like mode of like monotonous living day in and day out. We do this, mm-hmm. we do that. And a lot of times it's not even for us. Like we're just yeah. there doing yeah. 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 autopilot. Yeah. And it's just like that moment of like, okay, what did I do for myself today? <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. what am mm-hmm. I doing for myself this week? Like, um, and so, and that's really important because it helps us stay in tune with who we are as a woman. Right. Mm-hmm. And we mm-hmm. cannot serve, you know, like ourselves, our kids, our husbands, when we're not in tune with that. And I remember like recently I was feeling this, like really, really, I was just like in this low, low place. And oh, I man. had friends like asking me, even my husband would be like, well, what is it that you need? Like, what do you want? Mm-hmm. I could not for the life of me, like you can put like, like you could like, um, you know, uh, what's the word? Like, I mean, you could literally just be like, what is it that you need? What do you want? And I would literally be like, I don't know. Like, you know, it was just like, I don't know. I don't know what I need right now. I don't know what I want right now, but that was just such a clear sign of me not being in tune and in aligned with Mm -hmm. who I was, you know, Mm -hmm. just at the very core. And so I remember seeing some of your, um, your Monday, your dance Mondays. You, um, Happy, <laughs> Monday. Happy Mondays. Happy Mondays. <laughs> um, and it's just like, I just remember thinking like, you know what? Like it's something as simple as that. And it doesn't have to be on Instagram and broadcast it to mm-hmm. people. Right. But mm-hmm. um, I love that you did that because it was a reminder <laughs> for us women to do something for ourselves that made us happy. And it can be as silly as putting on music and dancing in your living room or whatever it is, you know, but just a moment to, to just like tap into that feminine energy. Like it's, mm-hmm. it is in those moments when you're doing something for yourself. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, I love that you said that. <laughs> Thank you. No, absolutely. And um, like, I, 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 I totally understood you on so many different levels when you said I could just not answer what it is because sometimes it's like you feel something that you haven't felt before Mm -hmm. um, because you're in a completely different state in that moment. Like you're like, okay, what is happening? This, that, that, and it's, it's so many different moments. So I just wanted to say, I, I totally understand you and it's, it's all going back to, to being aligned and knowing um obviously in that moment sometimes someone says oh here are the tools I don't want to see the tools because you're not you know you're not aligned um but but it's 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 important to have a bit of a routine I know it's very 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 difficult for mothers I know it because I have so many of my friends that are already mothers and they're like Lydia we're just waiting on you so that you can see how hard it is because you (laughs) you talk so much (laughs) but when you see how it is yeah and especially my sister she's like the most chilled out person and sometimes when I call her on FaceTime she's like what I was like oh 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 oh, okay I'll call you back another time one of those days yeah (laughs) So, so she's gonna hate it when she is this like, why did you tell them that I'm not like that no but I understand. it's okay I understand <laughs> but, but it's it's don't feel guilt don't feel shame or whatsoever if you have a yeah. down day and and I think also tapping into your energy is being unconditionally un apologetically you because I think very Mm. often as women we say things that other people want to hear Mm. 
so that we are not feeling judged. But the thing is, everybody judges. Um, Everybody has got an opinion. If you don't want to hear anyone's opinion, then tell them, just listen. Um, Or don't take their opinion too seriously because everybody will think something or say something. But even people feel guilty for saying, oh my God, today I'm tired. And then the other person is like, (laughs) you're you're tired. <laughs> I have five children and I am not tired. You know, you don't, don't, don't share it with somebody that isn't your yes. friend that yes. isn't <laughs> on your side. Don't, yeah. don't say it because sometimes you just want somebody to listen yeah. and not to share what they think about it. So um, being in your feminine power also means to be you without thinking mm-hmm. of what other people have to say. Mm-hmm. And if you don't have anyone, then then just like I do, take a video and say it to yourself. And then you yeah. you hear yourself on a different day and you'll be like, wow, I felt yeah. like that a couple of days ago, but I today love I that. feel a lot better. Like, yeah. trust me, I always yeah. say to people, if anyone was to ever hack into my, well, I'm not going to put it out there, but the video said, they would say, they'll be like, is she, is she okay? <laughs> like, because I'm like, dear diary today. And I was like, dear diary, whatever I felt yesterday, that wasn't me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> delete that. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I, I keep it to, to remember but I love it it's all, it's all about progress right and because I don't I, yeah. I, I have a journal but I just I feel like in a video you can see the tears you can see the yeah. emotion the voice and a journal yeah. doesn't give me that so yeah yeah, yeah. and you you love being on video and so that's that works <laughs> for you right <laughs> exactly exactly I was like yeah. why why should this face be behind the camera exactly <laughs> So it works for Lidiana. <laughs> I'm a writer, so I'm going to keep my tears on paper. Um, <laughs> and then they're like wet like this. Yeah, like, oh, do you see that wet spot? Yeah, that was my tear. <laughs> I love it. I love um, it. Oh, my gosh. So, yeah, seriously, cheers to that. Um, <laughs> so, I, you know, and when you're talking about um, not caring about what other people think and, you know, just disregarding that, just something I was thinking about, because that's something I struggled with for a long time. But because, you know, I was aware that like, I grew up with the gusha syndrome, right? Like that was my house 24 (laughs) seven. And I (laughs) and so and also, you know, the the messaging of like, you know, what will so and so Mm -hmm. say? Mm -hmm. Um, Or what will so and so think? Or you know, we don't want so-and-so to, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. It's always about them and the others and what they'll think, mm-hmm. what they'll mm-hmm. say, what they'll feel. Mm-hmm. And so when you're raised like that, it's really hard. It's, it's possible, right? It's, it's doable, mm-hmm. but you have to do that work of like understanding, like, okay, this is why I show up this way. This is why I struggle with, you know, such and such. But when you really understand that you really can start to undo the, the, the wiring, right. Of like mm-hmm. how you, you think about things and process things like caring about what other people say and mm-hmm. being afraid to say that you're tired today or whatnot, but mm-hmm. hard stuff, but doable. Um, mm-hmm. very much so. Right. Um, and it starts with just being, being aware, um, mm-hmm. you know, how you were raised and where, where, where that messaging comes from and, you know, how it made you feel. And, mm-hmm. um, you just slowly start to just dis um, take that power away from, mm-hmm. from you know um yeah so anyway no, and I and I, I think <laughs> that, sorry I know you wanted the next question but no um, you're fine um thank you um just to add to that I think it's something that will take time but yeah. for our parents um 
they they care so much almost as if as if they don't want us to be humans because eventually I started seeing what those children that or their parents what they would think about me what they were really doing and it's not about judgment or whatever I mean it's always judgment but it's observation judgment it's not me like judging them but it's Mm -hmm. it's more like um Tedros I know what you did last summer like let's let's not let's not joke about this okay I've seen you with that should be on a shirt I like that (laughs) so so then I thought uh, I sometimes said to my mom like I'm I always tell people I'm a snitch I was like mom I saw that guy with blah 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 and da 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 and apart from that that girl she smokes cigarettes yeah why do you tell me what the parents think about me because yeah you want us to be good people but you want us to be human so if you compare us to oh we don't want to be like this you want to be perfect then who are we trying to to be like 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 who because there is nobody what's the standard yeah yeah the standard is so high Mm -hmm. that you actually create the opposite within us like you know some people will rebel and be like ah I'm going to be a lingerie model. No, I'm joking, mom. It's all good. <laughs> no, I'm joking. It, it, it's, I'm not rebelling. It just, it was just my career. Um, it still is. But, you know, um, for some people, they, they rebel so much that they, that they, I don't know, marry outside of their culture and um, don't learn the language. Um, they, they have a house with no Eritrean decoration or whatever. It's like, they, they want nothing to do nothing with that. Nothing to do with it, yeah. Nothing, absolutely nothing to do with yeah. it because they, they see trauma, 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 trauma. Yeah. And it's so important that we give them the good and the, not the bad, but the please be careful and please be yes. good. But this yeah. whole, you got to be the best, 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 doctor, this, 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 yeah. this. Also, w- w- mental health is anyway like a big, big topic within our culture because so many mm-hmm. things are happening, but whenever something bad happens we have we don't talk about it but we have yeah, to talk about don't. it because mm-hmm. because everybody has got mental health issues in some kind of way um so so yeah so n- probably not the new parents the ladies now but the parents before i, I mean our parents yeah, yeah they have to really think about and reflect on how they brought us up because it's 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 not always it's not always good and it can also go way yeah. to the left you know yeah 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 and and even just to add to that for those of for those of us who grew up underneath that <laughs> mm-hmm. um it's important for us to you know do that work to recognize um just to be self-aware of of what mm. that is and to do mm. that work um I'm really fascinated with just neuropsychology and the brain oh. and how it works and um so you must feel- like Dr. Joe Dispenza I do love him. Oh my gosh. And, you know, just the, the fact that the brain um, and Car- Dr. Caroline Leaf, I don't know if you know her either. Another I've, I've probably seen her stuff, but um, not the name. Yeah. So, you know, one of the things I think that just like fascinates me even more, especially with our generation, is the fact that, you know, the brain creates n- new neuropathways, meaning like, whatever happened to you as a child, whatever your traumas and problems and issues were, it doesn't like, not that it doesn't matter, right? It matters, but it doesn't mean that that's the end. That's definitive. That's who you are today. Mm -hmm. You're going to live with this trauma and results Mm -hmm, of it. mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But when we do the work and understand that, um, 
our brain has the capacity to create new neural pathways, meaning mm-hmm. like, just like you can create a new habit, right? Um, the brain is like this amazing, like organ that could recreate pathways. So like you mm-hmm. can literally relearn, rewire and, and just like completely like change the trajectory of your life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and just like knowing that to me is just like, wow, like it just makes me even more passionate about yes. having these conversations to say, Hey, you know what? Like, like you said, everybody has a form of mental health issues or, you know, whatever. And it's something we should all talk about. We all have childhood traumas, issues, problems, whatever level you want to say it's on. Um, And it's okay, right? Let's, Mm -hmm. let's talk about these things. Let's um, learn how to, you know, undo some of this stuff and be better versions of ourselves for our kids. Because, Mm -hmm. you know, it's like, we can teach all day, we can talk until our mouth is blue, or our Mm -hmm. face is blue. But they're looking at modeling and how we show up and what we yes, do. And it, exactly. I'm just so like, to me, like, that's my biggest thing. I'm like, okay, work on you, self-care, do yes. it, you know, because they're, especially when I, you know, for me, like, it's like my daughter, right? Like mm-hmm. I have a son and a daughter, but like, I'm so fascinated with like how much she emulates me and copies oh. everything I do. Oh. And it's like, it's so sweet. But at the same yeah. time, I'm like, oh okay, I need to make sure that I got my stuff together because, you know, I want her to see somebody that's confident, that shows Mm -hmm. up as themselves, that loves their hair, loves their skin, Mm -hmm. um, takes care, you know, of themselves and takes the time to do what makes me happy and fills my cup because I want her to be able to do that. You know what I I mean? I love that. Yes, yes, yes. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Beautiful, beautiful. Yeah. So we're not off topic, but... (laughs) I mean, all of this, you know, goes together and exactly. I can talk about this forever, honestly. Um, but you mentioned sh- Shagitu mm-hmm. dance. Shigitu. So mm-hmm. tell us about that studio, why you started it and, you know, what kind of women come there and, you know, mm-hmm. how you service women with that studio. Okay, thank you. So, um, so my actual name, um, so the, the name that my parents gave me is uh, Segan Lydia. Um, and my father used to always call me Seganina, Shagitu, and all of that, you know, all the variations. And then, what does Shagitu uh, mean? Um, well, I just see it as know? my one of my nickname. I know there's an okay. area in Ethiopia called Shagitu, and I know there's a coffee brand called Shagitu, and there's a dance class called Shagitu. <laughs> um, but the actual meaning, um, I know there's that song Shagitu, Shagie, or something like that, but ah. I, I don't know the actual meaning. Um, okay. But, but I, people just called me always Seganina, Shagitu, that, that kind of thing. Um, and I like to, whatever I create, I always like to have my name somehow somewhere so that I know that it's me. <laughs> um, and, uh, and I was basically working in this uh, part-time job after I finished university and I, uh, I, I really didn't like it. Like those two days made me feel like, oh, I'm wasting my life away. Like I'm not doing what I'm doing and I, I, I need to you know, do more music, do more dance, that kind of stuff. And then they decided to make me redundant. And I was like, <laughs> me? I was like, I'm the best. How dare you? But I know it was a blessing in disguise. So, um, and then I had like two months to think about what I'm going to do. So I thought, okay, this is the perfect moment to start a dance business. And it mm-hmm. just came to me like whilst I was uh, 
working but I never really worked there but I can say that now because I'm not there anymore but anyway um so I started um doing the phone calls whilst um whilst doing the phone calls I started building my website and I thought this website should be about dance and then I thought "Mm, what type of women I was like okay younger women and I started having this plan and it birthed from a place of being on set as a model um you get to hear or you see directors walking around and be like "Mm, you yeah she's pretty yeah uh and and you think what was that like mean you're too dark you're too fat you're too this Mm -hmm. you're too short what is it so I again I'm okay with that. I've been on sets. I mean, most of them I've signed NDA, so I can't say would shoot, what, what. But again, I'm just like, you know, the job that is yours will be yours no matter what. So don't don't sweat it. But um, but I know for a lot of other people, models and dancers, it was it's it's not good for your mental health to mm. to to I don't know, to have people judging you by how you look and what type of girls they want in videos and stuff. And then I thought, you know, I'm okay with that. But I want to show women that that there is a place where other women can support you and where you can support each other with like genuine, beautiful energy by being filled up. That. And when you get to that point where you're hundred percent, then everything above that is like looking at another dancer and be like, damn, yes, queen. Oh, and <laughs> and it, it's something that you can't, you I can't create the space, but the energy is something that people create within themselves. And and I, mm. I I like to give them like the the ninety minutes in the studio where something awakens within them, and then they start off with like, "Oh my god, I can't do it!" And I always tell them, "There's one rule: no negativity. If you have any negativity, please quickly go out, breathe it out, shut the door, and come back in." Like <laughs> there is no "I can't," "I'm too shy," or whatever. You're here because you are a queen and because you're here to better yourself or to feel more confident or to feel more sexy in your body and whatsoever. So Mm. if you come already with a mindset that is blocking you, um, it's it's not going to help me and it's not going to help you because it's going to take me then longer to fill you up. And it's going to take you longer to, to, to feel like the person that I want you to feel. And that's usually after like 40 minutes. And then for the rest, they're just like, okay, queen, yeah, <laughs> all of that. And, and people are looking at me, they're like, you want us to go outside and breathe it out? And they come back, I say, yeah. And, and they do it. And then they come yeah. back and then they're like, okay. And you see the attitude for the first 10 minutes. I like, love mm-hmm. it. And, and eventually they dance in their heels and week by week, their clothes just get tighter and shorter and whatsoever. And (laughs) it's not about about nudity or whatever, but it's like, you don't feel the same with a big t-shirt with your hair undone or whatever. But, but when you hear a sexy song and you wear a bodysuit and your hair is done and you wear that wig, it changes the energy just the same way when. Wait, wait. So you guys have wigs too? No, people can come with whatever they want. Oh, I sometimes I sometimes come with my wig. Sometimes <laughs> they come with their wig. Sometimes it gets so hot they take off the wig. You we know? need we need a Shagitsu <laughs> world tour. Yes, yes. <laughs> I, I not to the online. US. <laughs> yeah, we're doing online sessions. So for those oh, that are abroad. Cool. Okay. So, um, we have master classes, which is more for, you know, women that are at a stage where they want to, you know, refresh wow. their relationship um and where they just want to be a bit more confident in the bedroom and you can do it for yourself or you can do it to perform for someone else but sometimes you just need that little kick from from a group of 
you know yeah. ladies and you dance together with your lights and your outfits and whatsoever and um and then I have as well the regular classes where you just dance to to work out to tone and to just feel confident and then yeah. the um the Saturdays, Saturday sessions that I do in person are very similar to the online sessions, all about positivity, all about connecting with your sacral chakra, all about mm. the hips, all about the booty and learning how to love every part of your body. Because yeah. when, um, like you said earlier, with the, the way your brain works, when you say every day, oh my God, I'm so pretty, 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 you're going to believe it. And now yeah. I'm going to tell you something, ladies, you're so pretty, you're so beautiful, you're enough, you're yeah. amazing. And I want you to believe that because yeah. it's so important. Whatever you say, that positive self-talk will manifest itself. So yes. we, it's it's not only a dance class, it's like a um, energy of confidence and a, a way to to develop your own affirmations for yourself yeah. and it ends off with a meditation and with literally touching every part, part of your body and just showing love like even the parts yeah. that you don't really like to just say I love my knees I love yeah. my legs I love my yeah. shoulders I love my breasts I love that and um yeah. it's just um it's it's my baby it's some something that I'm just so glad that it got created out of out of pain um, because yeah. most of the things they they're created out of something that didn't work so well and it's beautiful yeah. when you then turn it around and make something so beautiful out of it and and yeah and and, and sometimes you have obviously people online they just see like oh my god why are you dance like this well, are you not ashamed but I'm just like you know you've never been there and you will never be invited sir um, oh. and, yeah. <laughs> so uh, so you know you you keep your comments to yourself or just yeah. spread them out you know whatever who cares yeah. Um, yeah. because people don't understand what it is until they actually attend and when yeah. they when it does attend when they do attend then then it's it's beautiful when people feel what I'm trying to bring over and it's it's so nice when people get it through the internet I was like oh my god you felt that that's amazing so yeah love it love it yeah I okay yeah so (laughs) I just love 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 the concept of that because a there's so much power when you have other women and feminine energy to lift you up to empower you there's there that energy alone is just powerful right Mm -hmm, but mm -hmm. I love the idea of a membership or studio it's a dance studio but you're not at least I don't think you are teaching like hardcore choreography to perform anywhere like or it's not for the purpose of losing weight or inches you probably will as a result from just Mm -hmm. moving your body or whatever Mm -hmm. but it's simply to feel good right Mm -hmm. and it's simply to connect with yourself and I just I I love that so much Lidiana like I think it's brilliant I think it's powerful and impactful um, I love that it's online. I actually didn't know that you taught classes virtually. So we'll have to talk to you about getting a class <laughs> together. For I think that would be so fun to do with our Thank moms you. as like a self-care yes. night or something. Yes. Oh, I would love that. Yes, yes. I started doing Excited. that during the, the <laughs> pandemic because yeah, I was like... Brilliant. The first week or the first two weeks, I was like, my life, my business, Aww. what am I going to do? And then I had um, my friend, um, Vanessa, who was like, okay, let's work on the website. Let's get you connected with these others pla- other um, other platforms online, da 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 And at some point I had women from all over the world. I would literally be on the screen with Zoom where you have like all the pages going from one to one. I was like, hello, Sweden. And they're like, hey, I was like, hello, Dubai. Hey, wow. hello, Ethiopia. Hey, Eritrea. Wow. 
ah. internet connection so yeah. they they yeah. couldn't come yeah, yeah. um <laughs> but all sorts of countries and i was like wow. south africa was there like cr- countries where i was like i didn't even know that that i don't know that the in- i mean i know the internet is everywhere well yes, almost yes but i it's, it's just like it didn't I, I would do the dance class and i was like how is this person from this country here in this moment yeah. with me like yeah. i don't get it but yeah. it was the divine feminine energy that came wow. together during the pandemic is what kept me going like when wow. people say oh how was your corona yeah i'm like <laughs> amazing I love yeah. it. Like, I'm, yeah. I'm, I, I saw a possibility where I thought there would not be a possibility. Wow. Like I, and it's, it's that energy of women coming together and just loving themselves. Like yeah. I really, like, I mean, I did get messages from years ago and whatsoever where, where I saw women that had the strength all of a sudden to leave a relationship or to choose themselves or to do something. And it's nice when you, yeah get confidence from other people and you think to yourself it's not that that the whole world hates me it's not that I'm a failure because those girls in that dance class they they said I'm a queen so I'm going to believe that and I'm going to do what I have to do and and it's I know for some people it just sounds like a dance class but it's not that it's the fact that that there is a platform where people can come together and inspire each other which I have nothing to do with but it's the energy that can come together and can be created and that's what you know what makes me happy (laughs) powerful like so powerful and I and honestly when you're naming off these countries like Dubai and Ethiopia you know South Africa I'm just thinking about again back to culture how we're raised Mm -hmm. where we fit as women right um in those societies and in the in those cultures and the fact that you're teaching women how to be in touch with their chakras their feminine energy mm-hmm. I mean that's also like teach, I mean I'm sure for a lot of women this is probably their first time hearing from someone else or learning how to honor their their female sensuality and mm-hmm. to really understand what that is and be comfortable with that because mm-hmm. a lot of those cultures put so much shame and guilt mm. and mm. try so hard to suppress it. I mean, even physically, right. Mm-hmm. I mean, looks, mm-hmm. a lot of those countries, you know, are notorious for like mm-hmm. FGM. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And now like you have this platform where you're, it's, you're empowering women to be in touch with their fem- female sensuality, with their woman, like female power and feminine energy like all of that like it's just so powerful and mind-blowing to me I'm just like Lidiana like you're doing amazing work like that is so cool thank you I appreciate (laughs) that seriously kudos to you girl like that's thank you powerful yeah thank you thank you I appreciate that like it, it really makes me so happy like I was talking to a friend earlier and I and I was telling her like um you know about mind mapping how Mm. how we put our name in the middle and then we put all the things that we do like I don't know the dancing the singing and where we want it to go and I remember when I said to her this one year I didn't know what to do and then the next year I actually had the life that I always wanted to have without actually planning it and and I I just want everyone to know like we all have 
a purpose. It's not that one person is better or this or that. Don't ever compare yourself to anybody. Like everybody has got their own struggles. And trust me, when if you knew what other people go through, you would not want to swap. So focus on yourself yeah. and and focus on your purpose because everybody has a purpose. Like, you know, we serve in different ways. Like I serve with confidence because I have a bit more than most people. Um yeah. somebody else like you you're really good like you know with asking questions interviewing <laughs> and you you know you're absolutely beautiful you have like so many Thank so you. many experiences in the culture as a mother and stuff like that and you're very good at sharing that with other mothers and creating such an amazing group of women you know I mean like I've never heard that there was a group like that I remember when you um emailed me I was like what there's a group of Hampshire mothers I want to know that I was like let me let me get pregnant real quick so I can join this group you know so so that is amazing you know I mean and I just want the ladies out there to know we all have a purpose and just continue being yourself and the purpose will come to you and when there is something that you want to do then just believe in yourself don't ask your cousin or people that that not that don't have that confidence um for advice just do it yourself I mean I'm not saying that your cousins don't know but I'm just saying <laughs> if you're not sure then just wait and if you're sure then just do it you know yeah yeah I love that you said that your purpose will come to you um mm. I'm such a firm believer in that because um just growing up in like a, a Christian um you know going to a Christian school and like just that philosophy and background of like what is your purpose? You know, mm -hmm. what's God's purpose for your life? <laughs> and I used to struggle with that because it used to, it, it kind of made me freeze because everything was, is this my purpose? Is that my purpose? Is it over here? Is it over there? Is this person my purpose? Like, am I supposed to marry this person? Like, you know, <laughs> you get so stuck in like what's right and wrong versus mm -hmm. living, mm -hmm. being, and allowing those things to come to you. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, so I just remember having this like radical realization of like, whoa, God or the universe or whatever you believe in is not this puppeteer that's like controlling every move and like, this yes, is right. Yes. This is wrong. This is where mm -hmm. you should go. No, mm -hmm. like your, your purpose in life. And this is something that I remember writing down and I say this all the time. Your purpose in life is as close as the desires in your heart. So like the things mm -hmm. that you desire Go after them because that's where your exactly. purpose is going to be, you know? Exactly. Don't get stuck in figuring out, is this my purpose? Is that? No. Exactly. exactly. What's on your heart? Yeah. Yeah. So. No, that's beautiful. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Because it's, it's you know, it's exactly what you said. I, I don't know what I'm trying to say because it's exactly what you said. So <laughs> I should just be quiet. It's that, amen. That's exactly what it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No. So good. Um. Okay, so we learned about your Shigetsu dance and all the amazing things you're doing to empower women through that, through your confidence um, and all the different outlets that you have. Um, by the way, if you're listening to this and you don't follow Lidiana, <laughs> please follow her on Instagram, you. YouTube. Um, what are your handles, by the way, for your personal and Shigetsu? Mm -hmm. I'll add so for um, mm -hmm. for um, my personal account, it's Lidiana Music. That's L-I-D-I-A-A-N-A Music. And for Shigitu, it's um, S-H-E-G-I-T-U Dance. So Shigitu Dance. But once you're on my Lidiana page, um, Lidiana Music page, you'll see the links to Shigitu. Yeah, yeah. And I'll add those in our um, podcast notes as well. Um, yeah. So just to end this, I know you have an ebook. Um, mm -hmm. And if can you tell us about your ebook, what it is, why you wrote it, and where we can find it? 
Oh, thank you very much. Yes. Um, so at the beginning of this year, again, I had so many goals. Um, and then it always starts off with something completely different. So I was um asked by um this page called Killing Kittens, which is all about um liberating women um, you know, sexually and just getting women to to feel liberated and free, um, mm. to ask to write blogs. And then I thought wait oh like you know my little insecurities I was like but I'm German I don't know how to speak English you know what I mean <laughs> um, and, and and it's it's not even true but it's like everybody everybody including me has insecurities where I think oh I'm not so good at that like can I do something else like <laughs> you mm. know um but then I thought it's such a nice way or so nice of them to ask me to to write about confidence so I'll do it so I did it and I have this really good friend of mine, um, Renise, that is um, a writer. And she was like, oh, I'll look over it. Just make sure that it's, you know, that it's proper English. And I was like, OK, thanks, girl. And and she was like, no, this is really good. And then I sent it off and then they released it. And then eventually they asked me for more articles about different things, like, you know, how to dance in, um, how to dance sensually, how to dance um, in a bedroom for your partner, like so many different topics. And I thought, oh my God, I'm, it's so easy for me to talk about that, but to write about it, I was like, oh, that's a challenge. I was like, okay, <laughs> I'm going to do it. I was like, this is good. So so I did that. And then um, I had this friend, um, I still have this friend, I always talk in the past, Andrew, my good friend, Andrew, <laughs> he kept on telling me, oh, you should write an ebook and then get people's emails and da, 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 da. and he, he's been saying that forever. And I was like, book mm, nah this time you know and sometimes yeah. you you're so busy this is all pre-pandemic you're so busy that you don't think that you have time for something because it sounds so much bigger than it is yeah. um and then pandemic happened and then um i started writing these articles and then i thought let me put these articles together and this whole thing took me two days to write like it, it's it's a small ebook um but it's written with love um, and with links to Shigitu and stuff like that. And it's um, five steps to becoming a more confident you. And I, uh, I am now starting to become more of a reader. Um, like, you know, we always have mental blocks where we say, oh, I don't really like to read. I don't really yeah. like to write. I don't really like to do this. I don't really like to cook. This is the message from my future <laughs> husband. Um, but, but instead, it's so much nicer to say, ah, I'm not quite there yet, or mm -hmm. I'm trying it and I'm in the process of, you know, that yeah. kind of stuff. Yeah. And because then you're not blocking yourself and you're actually giving yourself a bit of room to, to, to improve. Um, and now I've started reading a lot more now that I have more time and stuff. And, uh, and, I, and I thought, wouldn't it be nice to also be an author? And that's where my ego kicks in. It's like, mm. you should be an author. You know, <laughs> then you can tell people I'm an author. I'm this, I'm that, I'm a dancer. I was like, this is fantastic. I was like, let's do it. Um, and one thing that I never liked is going through, like, you know, when you're in a bookshop and then it tells you, I don't know, this amazing title, how to not give an F or whatever. Mm. And then you have to read what, 250 pages to understand that. I was like, that's a bit long. Yeah. Um, and, and just tell I, me how to do it. <laughs> exactly. Just tell me in one sentence what yeah. this book is about, you know? And, and, and then I thought, let me write a short ebook. So with, mm. you know, nice pictures and a couple of links and stuff like that, where people yeah. can decide oh, is this, is this one of the points that I should be doing? Like, mm. you know, affirmations. And then, and then you have the option 
to go to Google and look for new affirmations apart from the ones that are put in there to find yourself within. Like it's, it's like somebody can give you the ingredients and say, okay, this is what it is. And you can choose to now cook with it or to not do it. But at least you're not pressurized by thinking, I bought this book now and it's yeah. 500 pages and I don't want to do it. And I, I just That's thought what, what I would like to read. So I thought, yeah. you know what, I'll make it easy for myself. And if you happen to like it too, that's good. Yeah, the same yeah. thing with my Happy Monday videos. I was like, you know what, guys? Today I felt extra happy. I posted something. If you happen to like it too, that's good. That's a bonus. Yeah. Like your yeah. like, your you buying it, you attending a class or whatever, it's a bonus. And yeah. I think we should think like that a lot more because that way you detach yourself from the result and you're actually mm. focusing on, on the experience. So for me, writing it and you know going on Grammarly making sure it's all nice and you know <laughs> properly done in proper English getting yeah. the pictures getting the rights and and then designing it was such an accomplishment for me like because it's nice and small and it's cute um, yeah. and then I thought um, everybody that buys it the donations go to my little charity which is called um, the Lidiana Foundation which is um, basically school um, school stuff supplies for children in Eritrea and um oh, and yeah cool. so 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 I, I just thought you know let me link that with you know a nice course and yeah so I love that's what that. the book is about <laughs> and that's it's just amazing. five steps to to understanding how to be more confident so yeah nice yeah. and simple oh that's amazing okay so I definitely will link that as well Thank um you. Oh my gosh, Lidiana, I literally can talk to you like the rest of the day. <laughs> this you. has been so much fun and so impactful. I learned so much about you and just femininity and like what that means. And I just, you know, and I took so much away, even right now where you're talking about um, the mental blocks and the words we choose in terms mm -hmm, of like, mm -hmm. I don't do that versus mm -hmm. I'm not there yet. And mm -hmm. um not being attached to expectations and just, you know, if people like it, they like it. If not, then you know what I mean? It's just, I, everything you said today was just amazing. Thank you. Thank you. Thank <laughs> yeah, you. Yeah. Thank you so much for sharing. Um, we definitely will link back with you for future you. dance class. Maybe <laughs> that would be amazing. I would love that. I would love that. Yes. Yes. Thank you, Lidiana. Thank you so much for having me. I had such a great time. Yay. <laughs> thank you, ladies, for listening. <laughs> yes, thank you as always. <laughs>